Is Draymond not that good? No, 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 no. Draymond's incredible. He is? Yeah. I mean, he scored seven points a game last year. Like, I just feel like you, you kind of max out as to how good you can be. And it's like, it, this guy shouldn't make the Hall of Fame. What? Which teams from this decade could have used Robert Ory the most? Robert Ory famously seven rings, nicknamed Big Shot Bob, individually swung at least two NBA championships with his with his game winners in the playoffs. Yeah. What's your answer for this one? Hmm. I got a few. Why don't you start us off? Okay. So three honorable mentions for this. 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder, when they had the big three of big Westbrook, three. Durant, Harden. But none of them was really a big shot maker yet. None of them was. Harden was starting to take the reins a little bit. Durant, Durant obviously was already a pretty good scorer. Right. They just never had like the the fifth guy to go with those guys in Ibaka. Yeah. They were like they're trying out Perkins and they were trying out Cephalosha. Yeah. And like they could have just stuck Ori out there, spaced the court, and they would have had so much room to to run stuff with those three guys. Right. So that's one nominee. Okay, that's fair. Number two was Houston, the game they missed. 27 straight threes in Game 7 against the Warriors, 2018. Or he's yeah. ma- making one of those 27 threes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, and he's, making a, he's making a few. End of discussion. He's making a few. Um, there's, there's only like a nine-point game, so all you need is like two or three Ori threes that are in that game. How were... Ori's out there instead was, of... Was that just like they were tense and they just like choked? It? They choked? They're like mostly pretty open. It's just a statistical anomaly, pretty much. I, I, that's my only explanation. That's just like being game seven tense, I guess. Uh, it's actually game seven's like, always, they're always kind of ugly. Yeah. 2010 was gross. Wasn't that like a 73 70 final? Oh, the finals with the Lakers and Celtics? Yeah. yeah. Terrible game seven. Ugh. Kobe was like, they're in like the 40s 24. to start the fourth quarter, one of the teams. <laughs> so you're telling me to bet the under if we see Yeah, that? if you see a game seven in the playoffs this year, bet the under. <laughs> okay. If you are in a, a state where gambling is legal. <laughs> Good point. Um, my, next, my last honorable mention for which team could use Robert Ory is the Sixers last year. They just need some, some floor spacing. I would say the Bucks last year. Maybe. Another good one, yeah. The Bucks they last played year. Him with, they could have played him with Giannis. Hit some big shots because Middleton kind of came up small in that series too. A little bit, yeah. But Giannis, of course, got all the blame. like And deservedly so because it was so glaring like that it was him not being able to get to the rim that was the issue. Yeah, and then my my winner. You're not ready for this. Okay. Team that could have used Robert Ory most. The 2016 Warriors. Oh, we just talked oh. about that ugly game seven. No one scored in the last five minutes. They have Barnes out there. Oh. Who's like... Barnes was so bad in that Barnes series. Barnes was... But that was the, the Cavs. The I, most, I loved him in that series. The most deer in the headlights I've ever seen a player. He was so bad that whole series. He lost in multiple games in that series. Can we actually go back and change our pick? Worst player of the decade was Harrison Barnes. In, in the that, In that finals. game. Oh, in that game? In the game seven. I think he was terrible from like four through seven. Maybe yeah, it was five a stretch. It was a stretch of games. You're right. He was bad. He like could not hit an open corner three to save his life. They just ignored him. They were like, we're going to treat you like Tony Allen. And he, and he could not hit? I think he hit one in like the last three games. It's awful. Yeah. So I, that's why I went to Robert Ory. Just, just put Robert Ory in the barn spot and they win. It's not even good. Not even a second thought for me. Do they need? I, I think you're wasting Ori's talents on, on them. <laughs> I, I think you could put in anyone. 
<laughs> like Zonia. a PJ Tucker, like any sort, any you know sort of better. Also, could have played Ori like as a small ball five instead of having to go to Verjao or Festus Azili. Like he could have battled with Tristan Thompson, much better than any of those guys. Could have battled with Kevin Love inside. They were really bad at center. The JaVale McGee pickle was pretty underrated. Yeah, underrated. Because it happened with Durant. And like, Zaza is better than, like, Festus Azili. Yeah. That was, like, the big weakness of that team, and it got really exposed when Bogut went down. Do you think Harden was going to do... Not Harden. Uh, Kawhi was going to do what he did last year with the Raptors in 17 if he didn't go down with the Zaza angle? I think that... I think he would have won game one, but... They're up, like, 25. And I think the Warriors end up turning it up, and they, that... The Warriors just is too much, too many guys. Yeah, yeah. I think it's too. It's I too think we got robbed because they played the Cavs in the finals. That's a good Cavs team. LeBron yeah. and Kyrie are like still. finally integrating love after two and a half years of like, oh, maybe he's not just like we're not just trying to like taller, taller yeah. Kyle Korver. Right. So basically, they have a nice big three, and they just get wiped off the court in five games. So I think it's hard to argue that the Kawhi would have won it. Right. I, th- I think we got robbed of an opportunity to see what he has. Like, it might have been a good series. Yeah. I do think we we got robbed of a chance to see. Could, I'm, I'm yeah. with you there. Same with eight, the 18 finals. Because like, you're taking game one wins. Game one win is huge. Like It's a series until at least you know game, through game four at that point. Yeah. Um, next next question is, what are the top five narrative changing games of the decade? I have five and then a whole bunch of final mentions. You, you want to go first here? Um... Best game of the decade in terms of just importance, I would say, is Game 6 of 2016. Warriors Thunder. Warriors Thunder. I'm sure that's on your list. Like, it, it has to be on your it's list. It's on the top five, yeah. Yeah. Um, Clay Thompson's performance in that game and Kevin Durant's and, and Russell Westbrook's kind of no-show late in the game is, you know, you're having a different conversation about those guys and it transforms, you know, what have been the last three or four years of NBA history. Because if they win that game, they go to the finals, they play and probably beat the Cavs. I think so too. And so LeBron now now probably doesn't win in Cleveland. LeBron probably doesn't win in Cleveland. Maybe maybe the next year if the Warriors don't Durant, it's... And, and another know. another case of us getting robbed of another good rivalry because yeah. that series was oh, a dogfight. Yeah, I agree. It totally changed the direction of the NBA and changed the narratives for Durant and Westbrook's entire career. Yeah. Like, if they could have won together, then everything's great. Yeah. And now Westbrook sees a totally different player. Like, everything I said about Westbrook in our MVP segment, just throw that out the window if he wins a title. Right. And, and Durant yeah. doesn't, you know, cheapen his legacy by going to Golden State. Yeah. It's a shame because, honestly, I think the Thunder... I think the Warriors should have won the finals. I think the Thunder probably should have won that Warriors series. Oh, they Kerr, definitely should have. Steve Kerr had a great a great interview about that series. He said this multiple times, but he was like, in other series where the Warriors went down or lost a game earlier in the series, he's tried to make some adjustments or change the lineup or change up their strategy. He was like, that series... When we went down 3-1, he just like went to the guys. He's just like, we just have to play better. There's nothing we can do against this team. They're too good. We just have to play better. There's there's like no adjustment you can make with that. On defense, they were just they were out of control. It was like Westbrook, Robertson, Durant, Ibaka, Adams. That was prime Robertson when he yeah. was like one of the best swing defenders in the league. 
they were just like they were just getting steals and getting out of transition and it was scary. It was honestly like scary when that team was in OKC with the crowd. Defensively, they were great. They could. They're Robert Ory. They in the market for Robert Ory because oh, they needed more spacing. Right. Robertson. They, they, they didn't have and they didn't have a guy off the bench who could hit shots. They could have used like a Jr. like. 2013 JR type. Yes. Jamal definitely. Crawford. And waiters, but he was like not quite in that tier of reliable. No. reliable he was not reliable enough. And I think the Ori point's good. I, I recently looked back at the Spurs Thunder series that year. They played a lineup that had Adams and Cantor in crunch time at the same time. Wow. This is only, yeah, they had Cantor too. Yeah. It's like, what are the, what are the odds you see Adams and Cantor playing together in today's NBA? There's only four. No games. chance. It's ridiculous. So you throw an Ori for Cantor and that's, Totally different team. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's a narrative changing game. Narrative like that. That's that, that changed the game. I agree. I, I think that's the number one. And we still but, won't even know like how much history that it's game impacted. Yeah. Like go, going forward, it could be a few more years before we see. A few others that I'll mention, like LeBron's game six in 2012 against the Celtics, where he put up 45. That was his best game ever. Yeah. He was like 45. His best game. 45, 15, and 6, and just like. That was the only time I've ever watched LeBron play where I felt like he couldn't lose in the way that you sometimes watch Jordan. You'd be like, this guy will not lose. He was like, I want it. I don't. He's just like, I want it. In the first half. Jumpers, getting to the rim, like trying to tear the rim off. Game was over. No smiles. Yeah. He was like, he was seriously on a mission. I'm, it's a shame. We saw a little bit of it in 18, but he was having more fun doing it. <laughs> he was like, kind of, look, I can tour with Toronto and we, and we could sweep them. Like, how? Yeah. And they're actually pretty good, but. He wasn't as angry or motivated. I'm better. Yeah. He wasn't, he was like, this is bullshit. Like, I teamed up with Wade and Bosch and we yeah. lost last year. It's like, we're not. Going down like this, like no way, these old farts aren't beating me in my big three. Like, no chance. Because if they lose that, it's like it's over. The big three experiments over. They're probably trading Wade or Bosch, right? And then LeBron's legacy is obviously nowhere near what yeah. it is today. So um, it doesn't even win a ring. It's it's obviously on the table. That team, that series was shockingly close. Like even Game Seven was like I'm pretty sure the Celtics had a fourth quarter lead. Yeah, Pierce uh, won Game Five in Miami. Yeah. And like clutch yeah, there's that early Rondo scored 44 game two. Rondo scored 44. That's a toss-up game. That's a great series. It really in terms of the best series of the decade, like it's a it's a shame the Celtics were kind of washed up, but the Celtics totally every game kind was, of every game was interesting. They were playing their you know what's their their asses off. Yeah, lately. but it was like the the old farts could still fart a little bit, and then and then, and then Rondo was like not yet like destructive, right? But that was it for Ray Allen. Yeah, he was over the hill. And Except, then, he until, jumped, then he jumped ship. Until he got joined with LeBron the next year. Yeah. See, like that, I, I don't have that as one of the... That's, that's probably the best game, or best games of the of the, of the decade, is that game six and seven, Spurs Heath, and that the following year. Yeah. But I don't think it's one of the most legacy-changing games, because all the Spurs guys had championships already, and LeBron already had a championship, so... It wasn't as legacy-changing as... But I, I, I don't know. I think it kind of changes the narrative of LeBron's stint in Miami if he only goes one for four. It's like, all right, sick. Like you got you got a ring. When he, he went back to back and beat a good Spurs team, yeah, people like the back to back. He beat a lot of uh, like legitimate powerhouse or former powerhouse teams. Like 
the Celtics he got through the yeah. the the Thunder big three he got he he took them down and then he, the next year he took down the, eventually the Warriors in Cleveland right Toronto he ended the whole DeRozan Lowry thing you got to win win the ones where it's like not clear cut that you're gonna win the series yeah and honestly that Spurs one is like that was far from clear cut like yeah. Because people will, people can kind of take stuff away from him for the the 2016 Warriors, the Bogan injury, the Draymond suspension, the Spurs. That was like the toughest series that he had to claw out and win, where it was really he might have actually not had as good a team as his opponent. Yeah, and then he, you know, kind of Game Seven gets totally swept under the rug for some reason. He, yeah. he had like 37. Yeah, a monster game. So game ceiling jumper, like to put him up four late. Also, like, almost as good a game as Game 6. Comes right down to the wire. Yeah. Game, game 6 is, like, peak basketball of yeah. our lifetime. Is there any disagreement on, like, best game of the decade? No. Yeah, I, so that's Spurs Finals. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to go through a couple more legacy-defining games, and then you can go to the Finals, too. In okay. 16, Caps-Warriors. We yeah. talked about it, but... If the Warriors win, I don't think Durant comes. Curry's now a two-time MVP, two-time champion with a chance to three-peat the next year. LeBron doesn't win with Cleveland. Maybe that's seen as a failure. Right. So that's a big one. Yeah. It's big in, like, obvious ways. As opposed to the other ones, which are a little more low-key. Right. Like, he had to win going back to Cleveland for for the legacy. Yeah. But he's had some legacy close calls. Where, like, the Miami titles are shakier than you remember. Yeah. A lot of of uh, Game 7s in there. Pacers... Four, seven. Yeah, there's a lot of Game 7s in like all those years where he's eking out series. Those Pacers teams, looking back, I hated them, but they, they I were... Hate, I still hate them. They were good. Were they? George Hill, very solid. Paul George, very good. David West, toward the end of his prime. Yeah, it's a solid five. And Hibbert when he's making all-star teams. Yeah, somehow. it's a solid five, and Vogel's probably a good coach. Vogel is, Vogel's a good coach for me now. All right, two more, two more games. We talked about Rockets Warriors 2018 as a as a narrative changing game for Harden, for Paul, for yeah, everyone. That that series was lost like as soon as Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah, but Game Seven was closer than we talked about how close Game Seven. Was. They tried to script, but they they weren't going to win. There was always a chance the Rockets could have gotten hot. I'm still not convinced that like it was over when Paul went out because the Rockets could get so hot with the threes. They could, but the Game 7 pressure, like, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have enough guys who were used to being in that situation. Right. 0 of 9. You're right. That's like a statistical anomaly. Like for a, a reason to go 0 For a reason to go 0 of 9. And Tucker wasn't good either. No. Gordon. Gordon had a couple shots. Gerald Green, you kind of expect. It's like, how is he even out there? But a reason on Tucker, it's like... A reason Tucker got surprising. them there. Like, that's surprising. Complete. Harden shooting badly is also, like, not that surprising. Because he he. he Failed in the playoffs before. Right. I don't know. It, it, I, I guess it's not... You could argue that they had a, sh- a shot without Paul, but it was like they were going to win the series with Paul, with Chris Paul. Like, they looked really... They looked good. Good in games four and five. They did steal two games from the Warriors that were really close. Like, the series could have been over earlier. Right. It was just a close series. Game four at, or- at Oracle, they, like... They were tough defensively. Chris Paul won that game. Paul was Paul's so good defensively. Yeah. With Tucker and Ariza. Because again, like it, you gotta beat the Warriors with offense. With defense. Oh, sorry. You can't beat the Warriors with offense, kind of what we've seen. Right. 
16. Like, you're not going to out offense them, but you can out, you can out defense them. Right. And then once they got Durant, nobody was going to out a defense over yeah. offense. <laughs> All right. And then, and then the last game I have is, uh, last year for the Raptors, both like Kawhi winning against the Sixers. Yeah. Legacy changing game for obvious reasons. And then the finals, I think that finals was up for grabs. 2019 finals. It was up for grabs. I was underwhelmed by it. Really? I was like, I was highly whelmed. You were whelmed? Yeah. I just thought that it was just, they had it. Like the Raptors had the momentum, had the, had the fight. And once Durant got hurt, like, and then Clay, it was, it felt like a mismatch once Durant got hurt. And I don't know why I felt that way. Maybe it's that the Raptors played a part in that defensively, but it felt like Clay and, and, and Steph were just the supporting cast wasn't there. desperate. Yeah. If you just go to like the four through seven on each team, it's not even close. Here's why I was whelmed by the finals is first, I think it was just an opportunity to see the Warriors again without Durant, which, you know, sucked to see Durant get injured, but it was really fun to see. Draymond get motivated again and Clay and Steph in charge of the offense. Okay. Why is Dray- is Draymond not that good? No, 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 no. Draymond's incredible. He is? Yeah. He just needs to be motivated. I, my, my he's old, so bad this year. Like He's so bad this year, but he's someone who feeds off of like being on good teams, playing with good players, playing in high-pressure situations. He's gotten none of that this year. But like, so he needs other guys. To, he so needs so like, he's like a secondary type player. No, he's not. He could never be the best player on a championship team. But I mean, you, you could almost argue that 2016 Game Seven, when he put up 32, 32, 9, 15 in Game Seven, he outplayed LeBron in that game. No one wants to talk about it, but I mean, LeBron made the play. But Kyrie made the play. Kyrie made the play, but I guess you're right. Draymond can't. He, Draymond like couldn't get himself a shot at the end of the game there. He's not that. I good. think that automatically puts him in like a lower category player that Fair he can't enough. he can't get his own shot. I'm not arguing he's like an overall better player or even on the scale of uh, LeBron. No, 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 not like not even. Uh, I mean, you asked is Draymond even good? And I was like, he, he's good. How good is he? I think he's flirted with top ten player in the NBA. For, really for. A, over the course of several seasons. Wow. That's how good I would put it. This is one I could get into. Hold on. I've got to go on basketball reference and okay. try to find something. Career nine points a game. Oof. The I'm not gonna read off all the numbers because they're a little they're a little dry. Yep. But every year if you look at the plus minus stats, the Warriors like get killed with him on the bench. And they're so much better with him in the lineup. Like, if you look at lineups that have, like, Steph and Clay in the game, but no Draymond. Right. They're good, but they're not great. Or lineups with, like, just Durant and no Draymond. They're, like, getting outscored. And then you look at the lineups that are, like, Draymond. And you don't even have to have, like, Steph and Durant out there. Like, Draymond and Clay, And they're just killing teams. I would give you that he's, like, a good intermediary on the court. He's, like... But get like get him the ball and help. Like he's a good playmaker. I'll give him that. Yeah. What's but his career assists like seven for a forward. Five. Five. I mean, that's taking some of the early years. Yeah, the early years were bad. Last last five years is seven. Yeah. 
I mean, he scored seven points a game last year. Like, I just feel like you, you kind of max out as to how good you can be. And it's like, it, this guy shouldn't make the Hall of Fame. What? No way. Are you f***ing kidding me? I'm not kidding. Nine, seven, and five? He, he's, he's, he was great for three years. Three or four years. He was maybe not the best. But I would argue the second most important player on the greatest regular season team of all time and one of the greatest dynasties of all time. All right. 2016 was clearly his best season. That's an incredible season for him. He had a great season. He almost averaged a triple-double, and he shot 40 from three, pretty much. Yeah, 49-39. The splits are great. 10 boards, 7.4 assists, 14 points. Like, I'll give him that. And the defense, too. He's the best, he's the best defender in the league. He's all over the place. He started this whole, like, guys who can guard five positions. That wasn't a thing before him. But how many good years did he have? I would argue he was still good the last two years. His playoff numbers get better. Uh, um, 7.4. Yeah, he's not going to score more than seven points. He's playing with Steph. Uh, he's playing with Steph, Duran, and Clay. He works really well with one other star or two other stars. If it's more than that, he gets overshadowed. If it's fewer than that, he can't carry the team. He's really, really... Excellent in limited situations, right? So how really good is he? I, I don't know. I think that I think you max out as a player. If, if, 30, 32, 9, 15. if you need like you know, <laughs> uh, he he had a phenomenal twenty sixteen season. So you think it's a one? It's a one good season. No, no. Uh, I'll give him. I'll give him three good seasons. Sixteen, fifteen. 15, You could argue they took off. At least, you know, in decent part to the fact that he took off. He took off. He averaged, you know, he like almost doubled up in rebounds and averaged 12 and 8. No, no. No, he only averaged 3.7 assists. No, he took off in 16. Yeah. But that team, that team doesn't work without Draymond. But they won in 15 without like actual Draymond. Without Draymond's good. He's still on defense. He's the best. That might have been, was that a defensive player of the year? Or maybe it was the year before? Yeah. He's basically the he's a defensive player. They had the number one defense in the NBA. 12, 8, and 3.7. It's too much too much stats for me. I think I think he's the classic, like, we prioritize he, scoring over other stuff. Just ignore the score. But they're so bad this year, and he's so bad this year. He's shooting forty one percent, twenty six from three. Uh, I think there are guys who are good in certain roles, and he is better in that role than the, that he plays than anyone else has ever been. But I don't think that roles existed. It's a very unique situation that he he had the two best shooters of all time and served as like kind of the middleman at getting you know swinging the ball to the other side of the court for them. He he was like you you needed a glue guy. Every team needs a glue guy. I I think. Uh, Iguodala in his prime kind of played that role on Philadelphia, and then, and then he also on Golden State a little, and on Golden State. I th- I think that the team just needed a glue guy, and I'll give him that he's the glue guy. I just don't think that that's Hall of Fame worthy, and the fact that he he can't even average ten points. What if he gets the final without MVP Curry and Clay? Two thousand sixteen. I think we're I think we're at a standstill here. I see your points. Yeah. 
No, I, I definitely see your points. I just think it's too short a time frame. And you have to be at least more competent of a shooter. He, he, lo- he, he, lost one, he only had one good year as a shooter. 39% for three. Like, I'm impressed with those numbers. Actually. But that's it. It's just the one year. You're right. I just don't think I, think... I think if he's not there, that team never even gets off the ground. And if you're talking about him basically... So in t- some intangible, but he definitely brings some all the some toughness and intangibles. It's all the intangibles. It's like the ball movement. It's the being everywhere on defense. He stops so many plays on defense where he he rotates over perfectly, or he, he doesn't get the rebound, but he pokes away a loose ball so a teammate can get it. He like battles with big guys. He's the guy who allows them to like play small. So he's like he basically invented small ball. He's one of the best scrappers to ever play, but I don't. I just don't think that's Hall of Fame worthy. So all I need, all I need is the, the thirty-two, nine, and fifteen in Game Seven of the Finals. If he gets the Finals MVP, then if they win that, and he gets Finals MVP, and then and they won three, and he wasn't even discussed as being a Finals MVP in any of those three. That's true. So I still don't think they win any without him. Mm. I think we're at a standstill. Yeah, and it's tough because he definitely played an important role, but. Like he he's not that good. Like someone else could have <laughs> filled that role, maybe. Like I'm not sure. Iguodala starting, maybe. I don't know. I actually like the the 15 and 16 teams. They're so fun. I I I, I wish would. they had just stayed together. This is why I love the 19 finals. I probably like Draymond because the 19 finals was just like Steph, Clay, Draymond. Can they do it? And I think they would have done it if Clay, Clay hadn't gotten injured. You forget Clay was having like a all-time heat check game in Game Six before he tore the ACL. Right. He had thirty points in like two and a half quarters. He was pulling up from like thirty. Yeah, he had the pull-up transition. He had the yeah the, the transition three and like the one on the one on one fast break. Yeah. I think it would have been fine. I think I think we got robbed. Talking about getting robbed, we got robbed of a really good Game Seven. I've turned on Clay by the way. I think I used to think he was a little overhyped, but he's great. Yeah. He's he can great. do it like. I he's think great. that's, that's I what you're talking about with Draymond, where like Clay has enough instances where he's done it on his own. Right. Draymond hasn't had enough. Just show people. that you can do it. I, that one game seven for me is Draymond. Yeah, 32. Yeah. What do you have, 32? I know it's only one game, but he's had regular season games too, like that, where, where Steph or Clay is out, and Draymond's like, okay, I'm putting up a I don't triple, know for a a triple fact, double like, with five blocks. How many 30 point games does Dre have in his career? That could be like the one, even. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how many he has, but <laughs> it's that could many. be his one 30-point game ever. And, like, how good are you if you can't get 30? This is just scoring bias. I just, more, there's more parts of the game. I, I, yeah. He but, is elite at almost every other skill other than scoring. Defense, rebounding, passing, and tangibles. He's, like, a big 6'8 guy, and he averages, like, seven boards a game for his career. Okay. I don't know. If if Curry comes back and Clay comes back and Draymond is plays the role that he's played on the championship teams this season and they're humming along as like a great offense, then then maybe I'll I'll buy into it. Thank you for listening to 2010 BA. It really does mean a lot to me that you took the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed it. If you could follow the podcast on Spotify, give it a like or a review on Apple Music. That would also be great. I'd really appreciate it. I hope you have a great new year and a great decade.